0: Hello, and welcome to Pop Stars, the podcast where we talk about the star charts of our favorite pieces of pop culture.
1: I'm Matthew Rodriguez.
0: And I'm Daniel Schrader.
1: And Daniel, why don't you tell everyone what film, film, oh, we are is a talking film. about today?
0: Yes. So we are talking about the uh, 2013, so yes, it's its 10-year anniversary, um, <laughs> film, First Period, which is uh, one of my favorite movies. And it is terrible. Well, but it is also amazing.
1: Well, you know, I have to say, when you wanted to s- watch this movie, I could, and I think we decided. You've never this seen over it before. Yeah, we've never did. seen it. And we decided this over text, and I felt through the phone the energy the kenergy that you (laughs) gave off of like the giddiness of wanting to talk about this movie
0: oh like i was so filled with joy getting to force somebody else to watch it because it's one of those things that like i found like randomly i don't even remember when around when it came out just like online and watched it and was like i have not seen a movie that speaks so perfectly to like who i am and my sensibility and my comedy like like my comedy style and everything was just like wrapped up in this movie. I was watching it eating Trader Joe's
1: dark chocolate covered pretzels. Beautiful. And every time there was like a joke, I was like, oh, I see why Daniel loves this movie. It was just like, I was like, Daniel could have written this movie. I mean, I think you would have written a better movie. Well, but I was like, oh, I get it.
0: Thank you. I'm glad. And we'll totally get into that because, like, I think that the jokes are so much a part of what makes its chart its chart. Um, but, like, also the jokes are what make the movie for me. Like, I I watch it because the jokes are so funny and not because of any other reason. Because the plot is not great. The, for Elvira? <laughs> I mean, she's, she's fantastic. Um, but, like, it's... The acting's terrible. Like, there's. Can I,
1: can I ask you a question
0: about please. the movie? Yes. So for
1: everyone listening, the movie's available on Tubi to it watch is. for free. Yes. And we love free ad-supported streaming content. Exactly. Um, is the audio weird a lot of times, especially when Elvira is on
0: screen, where it feels like like it's the not mixed m- well. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I think that that's, I didn't notice that as much, but I, I know what you're talking about.
1: It kept bothering me a little bit.
0: But that's it's fair. Not, it's, it may not even be the movie's fault. It could easily it could just be like, fault. it could be, oh my
1: God, yeah. blame it all on 2B.
0: Exactly. Um, so this movie is about a young girl named Cassie Glenn who uh, moves to a new town and uh is like, I'm going to become popular and make friends with everybody in a week and everybody will be at my 16th birthday by the end of the weekend and it's so it's a movie that takes place over the course of a week but so much happens and uh yeah we're gonna get into it i just i yeah i think that the stakes of the
1: movie are perfect because when you're 16 having everyone at your 16th birthday party feels major
0: oh everything matters I just identify so much with so everything about this movie. This movie is like made for me in a lab. Um, but yeah. I just I'm so curious what you thought of it before we get into it.
1: Yeah, you know, I agreed that the jokes were strong. I think so the acting, yes, is not there, but I actually think that Brandon Alexander III, who's playing is giving like the performance of his life.
0: Oh, he is. He like there I think he and uh his co star Maggie Dudley yes. um are so actually skilled at what they're doing. I think yes. that like there are they they understand everything they're delivering. They understand the emotional moments mm-hmm. as well as the like hilarious moments. Yeah. And like they get the movie in a way that I don't think anybody else necessarily does. Yeah, and well and
1: that happens with like, you know, he wrote an act it's like it's his baby oh it is and so he gets it 100 percent. and so i and i will say and this will come up a lot in the chart i actually think more so than most teen dramas so most teen dramas are about things that happen to teens like mm-hmm. katie goes to school and she gets swept up into the world of mean girls like this movie is Everything happens because Cassie wants it to happen, right?
0: Like, she, this she is, is the, about like an indomitable force. Uh huh. You cannot stop her. Yeah. And that and that's what's okay. so great about her. So I mean, let's get into it. Yeah.
1: Let's, I mean, and you're a Leo sun, right? I,
0: I'm a Leo rising. Leo rising. So right. uh, I identify a lot with this, but for me, it's sun is in Leo, yes. and this is Cassie Glenn, totally rocking superstar super extraordinaire. You're welcome.
1: I, I that's the first thing I have written is totally rocking superstar extraordinaire.
0: You're welcome. like that that to me is the leo son of it all she is the like shining light who just nobody can dim her she knows that she's this shit even when uh like the scene where maggie where she's like we're gonna wear super awesome hot clothes and maggie's like where are they are are you are are they mixed in she's like i'm very fashion forward (laughs) that's such a like leo son moment well yeah i mean so the action of the movie
1: happens through the sheer force of cassie's charisma like Mm -hmm. she's always it's like she's a charisma bomb in the middle of this high school and it's actually funny because when you think about other teen dramas like mean girls or whatever like the Mean Girls are very charismatic. Like mm-hmm. Regina George is like someone you want to be around, but the Mean Girls of this movie, the Heather's, kind of, the Heather's, are like kind of like nothing. No, like, exactly. You're, like you're kind of like, why are they popular besides being like conventionally pretty? Yeah, it's very you, her. Yeah, but they don't have half or well, a quarter of the charisma that.
0: No, Kathy it's does. it's the person who like obviously she's popular. Because she's hot But then you talk to her And you're like Ugh yeah. Um But yeah I also think that like For me The Leo son Is the jokes Because okay. that is what This movie is for For me This movie is a movie That was created So that he could tell All of these jokes Because Like that's When I think of this movie I think of the jokes I think of the scene With the guidance counselor uh, The I don't have a cat Like that kind <laughs> of Like there's yeah. so many Good just jokes That like even it, even when the movie can kind of, like, sag or get a little, like... I don't know. I think they're... I would maybe cut 10 minutes out of this movie total. But uh, I think that, like, I wouldn't because then I would have to cut a joke or two. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... the the Leo Sun is like, look at all my jokes.
1: Well, yeah. Well, what, like, the life of the party, walking in the room, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, the Bon Vivant personality as mm-hmm. a movie, it is that thing. And... I mean, every scene, there's a rhythm that the movie gets into when it's telling those jokes, the mm-hmm. back and forth. Um.
0: The, the, I think the guidance counselor scene specifically like has a great like, yeah. pattern.
1: I mean, even the Madame Mulva scene has a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but there, that's where the movie starts to sing, is when it just wants to be a joke
0: factory. Yes, I totally agree. Um, all right, so now we've got It's a Moon in Aries, uh, and I'm curious what you think about that as an Aries sun.
1: Well, and I'm an Aries moon.
0: And an Aries moon. I forget. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah well, you're, you know, you're all Aries. Yeah.
1: What I really thought about it was, as I was saying before, this movie is so much about Cassie doing and like Aries are doers and mm-hmm. we're also often doers before thinkers. And one thing that I loved about this movie was that you have no sense of what Cassie was like at her last school. Mm -mm. Like, does she want to be popular because she was popular at her last school and she wants, and she's going somewhere new and she's like, I need to recapture that status is, was she a loser at her last school? And now she wants to reinvent herself. But I see that spirit of kind of like just the moving forward of Aries in the way that this movie is about Cassie having a goal and kind of just like, and also I mean Aries notorious starters not finishers. This movie takes place over 5 days. Like it's just like her 5-day quest
0: to be popular.
1: Like right. that's such an Aries kind of mission.
0: Well and also like the the great starters not finishers is like this movie definitely doesn't end great. I mean it's fine. It's like a fine ending, but it's not like it was good until the end and then the end's just like oh whatever. Yeah. Is kind of how I felt about it. But I also feel like, for me, it's, it, yes, it's Cassie's relentless positivity that you can't, like, bring her down from. But I also feel like, for me, the Aries moon came out, like, in that one, one of my favorite scenes of the movie, uh, For from, like, an emotional perspective, is when uh, Cassie is talking to Dirk, played by um mm-hmm. Lance Bass's mm-hmm. husband. Uh, oh yeah, that he guy. he cannot act at all, but um, he's hot, so of course they cast him. But uh, they're like in her bedroom, right. and she says, um, "I like me. It's just that it gets harder and harder. Uh, it gets harder and harder remembering it. It's hard constantly to remind yourself you're special when no one else thinks you're special." Like something that I have said word for word. Yeah, as an Aries, Moon and Sun. Exactly. So like that's I like the. I know that I, like, I know I'm great, but it's hard to hold on to that.
1: Well, and I think the two things that we're saying are also related, right? Because I think the movie is about having people see you as special when you know that you're special. Mm -hmm. Because it's funny, a lot of high school movies, this genre, are about how do I just fit in and get through high school? Like, when I'm in college, people will reward me for being different. And Cassie is like, no, I'm different and people are going to look now Yes. Know? so it's a very different type of protagonist for a high school set movie
0: right yeah you she doesn't want to be absorbed she wants everyone to absorb her yeah yeah um, and then she's a li- uh, this movie's a Libra rising and I I for me that's the look of it the outfits the bright colors the like just the the beauty the like loving the fashion forwardness of cassie but also just her desire to be friends with everybody she just wants everybody to be friends she liked her throwing the note to the girls that hate her saying can we be best friends
1: right like i thought the same thing like she doesn't want to be at odds with the popular girls she doesn't she never really makes them i mean she does make them enemies at one point but like i think her ultimate goal is still for them to like coexist in some way even if she loses the plot on that sometimes But Mm -hmm. like that is she does want some type of harmony and balance in the environment at some and she wants everyone to go to her party
0: yeah exactly i mean
1: everyone going to my party is a libra thing
0: it is such a libra thing (laughs) um and so next we've got mercury in cancer and i think this also is what brings me back to the like her uh, trying to get friends and stuff is her like trying to connect emotionally with people. Mm. Like when she connects with Maggie and when she tries to connect with these girls and when she even like sits down with her mom, these are like really emotional connections, not just like some superficial girl, you know? Well, it's
1: interesting. So this is the, one of the placements that I struggled with writing about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I eventually kind of arrived where you did, but I felt like... Because the movie sings in its jokes, I felt like sometimes it sputters with its emotions. Yeah. But it's no doubt that the emotions are there. Like, I feel like as a writer and just a creative, like, when you tell a story about high school, like, you are telling an emotional story. Because Definitely. emotions are so high when you're a teenager. Like, any... From Easy A, Mean Girls, like, any high school movie is also just about wanting to be accepted and, like, wanting your emotions teen to angst. be talented and teen angst and stuff like that. Um, and I did think that when I really got down to, like, what the movie wanted to communicate and what Cassie was trying to say with Do You Want to Be Friends were all emotional messages that she was sending um, that maybe the movie wasn't always the best at conveying, mm-hmm. but that, like, it was there 100%.
0: Definitely. I also feel like it came through for me when she is, like, the opening monologue as she's, like, writing in her diary, talking to herself, and then you just find out that she's just been doodling the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested to hear what you
1: think about the Venus and Virgo of it all.
0: Yeah, so for me, I think that this is uh, Cassie and Maggie's friendship is where I saw a lot of this and like her kind of like taking Maggie under her wing in a lot of ways and like becoming that kind of like mom friend to her. Mm -hmm. And that like, even though she has all these ambitions, she's not, she's not doing it in spite of everybody else or like trying to take, like, she's not, she's like happy to take Maggie along with her, if that makes sense. And um, that like, she's always just, the, I'm thinking of the scene in, uh, I think it's in the art class where uh, she's like, basically, like, I want to be popular. Oh, and I guess you can, let's do, let's both do it. Why not? Yeah. Like, that's, that felt like Venus and Virgo for me. And also, um, just the sharp jokes that are really just criticisms, um, that is also felt like the Venus and Virgo for me. But yeah, that's kind of what I got.
1: For me, I felt like the movie was a Venus and Virgo because. So much of the movie, even even though, in terms of how she wanted to get to her relationships, felt very much about, like, hatching plans. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when she hears about the talent show, that becomes an opportunity. When she hears about, you know, when she hears that they've broken up, like, it's an opportunity for her, That when the Heathers have broken up with their boyfriends. Like, I see Cassie as someone who's understanding, like, a chess game, like, every step she needs to take in Mm -hmm. order to get to her ultimate goal Um, and so that's kind of where the Venus and Virgo came in for me in terms of like Virgo, I mean the Venus sign is love but it's also relationships in general Right, and that Virgo came through in like how Cassie really understood what it how she was going to get to her goal and then like continually kept hatching plans to get toward it.
0: Oh yeah, she's a great schemer Oh yeah Um, And next we've got Mars in Cancer And for me, this was, uh, this was Maggie putting the coat over herself, Maggie, like retreating inside a lot and not really like letting her like, she is the opposite of Cassie in so many ways. Like if Cassie is the big, 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 then she's the little, 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 and she's always going into herself except for those like moments where it explodes, Mm -hmm. like rap battle, rap battle. Rap battle, and then that's where like I also feel like the Mars and Cancer came out because like she was so bottled up until she then like got way too intense. Yeah, and it was like whoa, okay, no, yeah,
1: (laughs) no, I actually felt like I felt Maggie here as well, Um, and I do like. I really do like that actor. I forget his name.
0: Dudley Bean. Dudley Bean. Yes. I recently met him actually. It was, it was weird. I was... Uh, Does he like live in the city? No, he lives in LA, but he has some friends in the city. And so I was like at a happy hour with a friend and he was hanging out with these people. Um, my friend was hanging out with these people that then this guy Dudley showed up and I like shook his hand and was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then I was like, wait, I recognize you. Why do I know your face? And so then I, then I look up first period because I'm like, wait, is he in? Hold on. And so then I pull up the IMDb and I'm like, wait, is this is this you? And it was it was a delightful like little moment because he was also like, somebody's watched this movie. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't. He didn't. He didn't act like that. He was very gracious and lovely. But it was just very funny because I was like, nobody knows this movie, but like, I have now met someone that I'm a huge fan of because yeah. of this dumb movie. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, Maggie. I also thought a lot about Mars
1: and Cancer um, because of how Cancerians are about home and mm-hmm. then Mars is about conflict. And I thought a lot about Elvira and mm. like, Cassie's relationship with her and how... They have a great back and forth. Oh, yeah. I mean, Elvira is someone who just always understands the assignment. Like, she's always... Her- well, and her
0: name is... Cassie and Cassandra in yeah. real life, which yeah. I just love. But
1: um, So I felt it a lot in those scenes of conflict with her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of like that because Mars and Cancer can be a frustrating placement.
0: Happy birthday. It's Saturday.
1: Yeah. That So the way they spoke to each other with that frustrating mix of like emotion and um... <laughs> A little bit of detestment and a little bit uh, and like but a lot of appreciation. Very mother daughter. Very mother daughter. I felt like the Mars in Cancer was that mother that mother daughter relationship for
0: yeah, me. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Um I, I love Elvira in this. I think she is a perfect choice. Because also like she's just like not dressed as Elvira, she's just as a normal actress. And right, I, exactly. They, like it was perfect casting, I thought, all around. Um, so now we've got Jupiter in Cancer, another cancer placement. Um, and for me, this is the ending of the movie. Where everybody is embracing being weird and nice to each other, and are just like, "Oh, we actually all can like break down our walls and barriers and kind of like give each other a big hug mm-hmm. that's that's what came through for me, even though i don 't love the ending. I think that that's what the ending is
1: I think something that you were talking about before is what I put down for Jupiter and cancer because I think that cassie as a protagonist, is such a Jupiter in Cancer. Like, she is making her own luck. hmm And it really is from this place of, like, wanting to feel comfortable at home. Like, she kind of wants the school to be the place where she feels secure. Yeah. And so she... I mean, I, I've said it a million times, but like, Cassie makes so many things happen in this movie. Like, she is an indomitable force. But I actually think that... A lot of it comes from this emotional place um, of wanting to be understood, of wanting people to see that she's special, um, and so I kind of of
0: that fulfillment.
1: Yes, yeah. So I kind of saw her mission as a Jupiter and Cancer. I love
0: that. As well. that's a really great way to put it. Um, so now we've got Saturn and Scorpio, and for me, this is also. Nothing's gonna stop Cassie.
1: Yeah, I got because it's very ambitious as that's where I saw her ambition as mm-hmm. well. This and is some of the jokes.
0: Oh yes, too. definitely. Like which ones? I'm kidding. Um but uh like I also like I think this is them pushing the shit in the pool.
1: Yes. Oh my god. Incredible. Yes, yes.
0: because like I, I love that payoff of that joke because it's like they're talking about shitting in the pool for yeah. the whole time. And then at like, finally at the end of the scene, like the shit in the pool is the girls. And it's just like such a good, like twist and a smart joke. Yes. Um, very smart joke. but yeah, that's, I, it's them pushing them in the pool and her just being a totally rocking superstar. Agreed. Um, all right. So now our, our favorite placements are yeah. our last three. Um, so Uranus and Aries. I mean this is brings us back to the other Aries energy that we've seen which is just like the relentlessness of this movie. And like the just it barrels forward and can't be stopped.
1: I also think that this movie really almost like Cassie really works hard to like make it like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is a relentlessness about it. Like it just really wants you to feel to get the jokes and to like feel To be on its wavelength right there are movies that actually resist you being on its wavelength or just like if you don't get it you don't get it but i actually feel
0: like this movie like really wants you to be on its wavelength definitely i think that it's the it's it's a smirk like that's what this movie is doing is smirking it's like i know that i'm funny but also like i love that you think i'm funny like that's what if that's what this movie feels like to me i Actually, watching this, it was really interesting because I just recently went and saw John Waters movie at MoMA, um, Female Trouble, which is not good. John Waters movies aren't good. But it's also great. Oh, it's there. That's the thing is like, John Waters is great on a scene, moment level. Yes. But like, his movies are boring. Like, at a certain point, I was like, why is this not over yet? But um, that's kind of, and that's not necessarily how I felt watching this, but I felt very much the same like energy of like low budget, uh, Thriftiness, but also like the thing that matters is the joke, the one-liner, the like zinger, the uh, unexpected thing, and so like I feel like this is very like, uh, this is in a lot of ways an homage to John Waters. This movie, and um, yeah, I just think like it's trying to shake up the social, the school social order, and like yes, all that kind I wrote of stuff. Social order here, too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I
1: felt like this was a movie that actually really I mean so many high school movies like Mean Girls do have to eventually upend the social order and that's kind of like a recurring theme in high school movies the Same yeah. thing happens in EA like you the the characters the, the way that they, they are in the beginning is not the way they are in the Which,
0: end Which like I do have to ask you when you were in high school did the social order ever get upended in the way that like movies depict it happening
1: Well you know what's interesting first of all I couldn't tell you any of the names of, like, the cheerleaders in my high school. Like, you know, that wasn't... Like, you know how there's they're such a big thing in high school lore? Yes.
0: I still remember the name of the prettiest girl in our class. That was a known name. Like, everybody just knew it.
1: I don't remember who... I mean, I had... I remember who was voted prettiest girl in the class and she's someone who I think was the prettiest Y'all girl. You'll had prettiest
0: class. girl in the class like it was that a superlative? Yeah. Okay. It was
1: like one of the superlatives was like most beautiful.
0: Actually, speaking of this is just always the thing that I love to bring up whenever we talk about whenever superlatives come up which is that my high school, my senior year, every year before my senior year, superlatives were in the yearbook because that's everybody puts superlatives in the yearbook. But my senior year my uh year the yearbook staff was like well we want to win awards we don't want to make good yearbooks and so they ditched uh superlatives which then ran in the school paper and instead they just did a list of the top 20 seniors as voted on by the class
1: (laughs) did they win an award
0: no it was just a list of the top 20 people in school like i mean
1: like because there are yearbook awards.
0: No, they didn't win an award. Oh, okay. they didn't. Uh, oh, the, the yearbook did not win an award. But also, this is a very dumb list <laughs> where we just like <laughs> voted on who's the most popular twenty people.
1: Were you in? the
0: time? No, of course not. <laughs> How many
1: people were in your high school class?
0: Like four hundred. Okay, so I was five seventy-seven. Okay, yeah. So we went to big schools. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, I just always think that that's ridiculous and funny.
1: <laughs> but I did have you had asked the question. Yes, right, so social was- order upended. Oh well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, so did you, so you did, are are you about to tell me that you were a Cassie? Did you have a superlative?
0: No. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, see, superlatives didn't matter my senior year because who cared about that? We wanted to be on the list. Right. I'm kidding. We didn't want to be on the list either. I
1: had a superlative. Hit me. Most likely to host a talk show. (laughs)
0: LOL. Not surprised. (laughs) I believe it. Yeah. I see it. Um, yeah, I mean, we're hosting a podcast now. I know. So that's so, so funny. dream fulfilled. Yeah. You know, if, if I could have gotten one, I wish it would have been most likely to be a totally rocking superstar extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, also, sorry, I don't mean to just keep like saying jokes that I loved in this movie, but when Cassie's like says the line about being a totally rockin' superstar extraordinaire and Maggie's like, wait, you know one? Is it Alf? Alf
1: <laughs> is <it Elvis> <laughs> hysterical.
0: <laughs> I cackled. I burst out laughing because I forgot that line and then I was like, oh my God, Al. (laughs) Is it supposed to be 2013? I don't know. It's very ambiguous. Oh, I never actually even said when it came out or like where I said it. Where did you set it? So it came out July 27th, 2013 and I chose to set it in Los Angeles because it felt like a very LA movie. Well, yeah. And like, I mean, even the school that they filmed at felt very LA. Like the having a stairs outside is either LA or Miami. Um, But yeah that's anyway so yes back to the chart we've I've gotten just far off wherever we were because I just wanted to talk about this movie
1: (laughs) (laughs) well when we talk about Neptune and Pisces we are talking generational as we often say and I love how this is like a very dreamy and
0: oh yeah I literally have delusion yeah it's
1: delusional but it's it's I guess dreamy and delusional like the two opposite sides of the coin mm-hmm. like you know you can be a dreamer or you can be delusional right and where is that line because Cassie is
0: kind of like living and straddling that line of like well and that like the delusion then becomes the dream in a way like yeah. like it transforms into like oh no you're actually achieving the delusion yeah so yeah I think that's great. Um, and the last placement is Pluto in Capricorn, and I mean this also brings me back to the upending of the social order of the school in a much more practical way.
1: Well, I mean, if if we're talking Capricorn spirit, that is Cassie. Cassie mm-hmm. is attacking this like it is her job. Oh, it is and work. She's gonna get a raise. Mm-hmm. She is with benefits.
0: <laughs> she is putting in more work than anybody else. She's clocking in overtime. She's not working nights and weekends. She's just there to be popular, and she pulls it off.
1: What was your favorite placement or one that you felt was, like, most illuminating? I mean,
0: the Leo sun. Sun and Leo. The the jokes that matter more than anything else. The totally rockin' superstar extraordinaire. It, Cassie is this movie. This movie is her. And that is the Leo sun.
1: I was thinking Venus Virgo. Okay. Because I liked the Virgo aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is where I saw a lot of Cassie's, like, calculations and stuff and scheming. I love that. And I do love her... Like I love her ambition, and I love her idea—the idea of her as a schemer, almost like a Lucille Ball. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I love Lucy. Every episode of I Love Lucy is like, I think I'm special, and how do I make my
0: husband believe
1: I'm special? Like,
0: what mm. scheme can I get up to to? Get They're both to the redheads, show?
1: right? So it is a very I Love Lucy esque movie.
0: That is great. Maggie is totally an Ethel.
1: Oh, Maggie is 100% Ethel. Yeah,
0: I love yeah. that. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad you liked this movie. I did. I was worried. I I I genuinely was like, Oh my god, I hope that I didn't just like make him hate this because I love it so much. So <laughs> sigh of relief. Please share it with others. And everybody else, please go watch it. You will love it. It's fantastic. And then
1: share this podcast with others. Yes, with share people it. you
0: love, people you hate all of the above um yeah and try to make them all your friends yeah. so uh and be a totally rockin superstar
1: extraordinaire
0: you're welcome <laughs>